Welcome to the Vanilla to Vixen podcast. This show contains adult content, so if you are under 18 or easily offended, please switch off now. Mr. and Mrs. N are not qualified relationship counsellors. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Now the disclaimer is out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy our journey from Vanilla to Vixen. Episode 67 of Vanilla to Vixen. We are your hosts, Mr. and Mrs. N, and we're also known as... The Naughty Couple. Hello, Mrs. N. Hello, Mr. N. What a week it's been. It has. God blimey. I I met a woman and she said, give it to me, give it to me, she yelled. I'm so wet, give it to me now. And she could scream all she wanted, but I wasn't giving her the umbrella. (laughs) I was just thinking to myself, I don't remember that. It's been a very, very wet week. It's been very moist out there, hasn't it? It's been incredibly moist. (laughs) The poor people uh, around sort of Derbyshire and there's been so many floods. There's been floods and everything everywhere this week. And uh, yeah, our heart goes out to to them. And we know a couple of people personally who have been affected by the floods. Yes. It's not nice. No, it's not. So yes, there's that. and, And well, I mean... You were a little bit moist yourself last week, but that was something entirely different and a little bit more enjoyable. I can't imagine what you're talking about. Um, Well, I think it all started with uh, a lady called Roxy and she was hosting and Zeb and they were hosting a rather naughty um, Dangerous Curves party uh, for and it was called Rocktober. Yes. It was. At Liberty Elite. Yes. And it was last Friday and we went and I decided I was going to look the part. <laughs> and there was a lot of people going as Rocky Horror, wasn't there? Yes. So there was a lot of Frank Frankenfurters out there. There were a couple of good Frankenfurters. Yes. Um, there, was, there was a couple of good Rockies. Yes. A couple of really good Rockies. One did look a little bit like the Inbetweeners, <laughs> Jay. He did look a bit like Jay from The Inbetweeners. He will not appreciate you saying that. Uh, I think it was the wig. It was very blonde and brushed forward. Uh, and yeah, I think it wasn't helped with me going around asking him if it, if it completed Football Manager. No, yes, exactly. <laughs> Doing in between his jokes. No, I think I'd answer well. But anyway, it was all good fun. We had it a good was, laugh. it was. And it just kind of goes to show anyone who's never been to a club... Um, it's not all about sex. Not at all. It was about sort of dressing up and lots of fun, and and you went as as as, as a groupie, didn't you? Yeah, I was. I was. I was doing the old rock chick thing. Rock chick thing, and I thought, well, if you're going to do the rock chick thing, I might as well go as the rock star. Yes. And I went as Axel Rose. <laughs> you did. But everyone knows I've not got Axel Rose's physique, so I kind of like. I'm considerably a few sizes bigger than Axel Rose. Yeah, Axel Rose is too skinny. I'm a big guy, so I kind of went as Axel Rose in the noughties, in the burger years. <laughs> the funny thing was, is nobody recognised you. Oh, no. <laughs> I 
up to me saying, well, where's Mr. N then? Oh, he's no. like, no, he's standing right next to me. <laughs> I, did, I did get a snog from Naughty Little Secret. You did. And Naughty Little Secret went, God, I fancy you in that. I was like, <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> I have to be honest. Okay. Even even without the wig. Yeah. The whole kilt thing was really doing it for me. I ordered myself a kilt. You did. And I got a kilt, which is really... Because I thought, well, I can use that for, for New Year's Eve. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Do well, I, you I, could I, use I, it any time, honey. Well, this is the thing. Yeah. I put it on and I thought, hmm, I quite <laughs> like this. You, you, you enjoyed the free-flowing, didn't you? I liked it. I liked it. And I thought, hmm, the free-flowing sort of, you know... I, kind of kilt thing I thought mm, <laughs> I, I see why you know I see why Tina Von Teese likes the skirts and not, not calling a kilt a skirt I don't want to encourage the wrath of all the Scotsmen out there but no no it, it was wonderful and I really really liked it yes it's good I enjoyed you it you did look amazing you look brilliant and I mean Roxy and Zeb oh my god they look phenomenal so Delicious Debs actually made Roxy's outfit yes didn't she? she did and our uh, talented and Delicious she, she Debs was, she was amazing and full with full anyone who's seen Rocky Horror so um Roxy went as one of the, the characters. I don't want to spoil Rocky Horror if you've never seen it, but she went as one of the female characters who laser guns everybody in yes. towards the end. It's really good. And and she just looked amazing. Roxy just looked sensational. And she had a, an outfit change later on in the evening. I know. Changed the wig and everything. I know. She looked, she looked really hot in that wig. I know. <laughs> I know. She did. She looked, She's just one of those people that can just wear anything. I know. She looked great. She did look great. And Zeb, everyone just went in and went, who's that newbie over there? We've never seen him. <laughs> He'd shaved his beard. He was considerably hairless. <laughs> Around the facial area compared to what he normally is. He did look fabulous as, as Frank and Ferta. And he said, this is the only character I would ever shave the beard for. That's right. Did you see the shoes he was wearing? Uh, he looked c- considerably taller. I, I had shoe envy because the heels on those shoes must have been at least six, seven inches high. <laughs> And he was just pottering around like it was every day. He, did, he, he wore them well. He did. He wore them well. It Very was, impressed. It was fantastic. And this is, as we talk about, this is what, um, for anyone that's sort of not been to a club event or a hosted club event, I should say. Yes. Um, these are what the parties are all about. It's about going, making friends, socialising. And then if anything happens in a little bit naughty or anything like that, it, it kind of becomes a bonus. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's kind of what it is, really. That's what, that's what it's all about. And it was just such a good event. So thank you so much to Roxy and all the Liberty Elite management and staff that just created such an amazing party. There, there was, I have to just mention this, there was one guy there who was dressed up as just like a, a rocker. Hmm. Um, and I was talking to one of the other couples and I was trying to ascertain whether or not his wig was actually his hair or if it was a wig because I was so <laughs> impressed with it. Yeah. And I had a little bit of hair envy, if I'm honest. <laughs> was that the guy with the curly hair? Yeah, blondish, oh, curly. I saw it, yeah. Yeah, and we were like, no, I'm, I'm beginning to think that's real. If it, was, it was, if it was wig, it was good. It was a wig because later on no. he actually took it off and walked past and I was like, oh, I'm slightly disappointed now, but what a wig that was. Really? Yeah, it was a wig. That was a good wig. It was an amazing wig. It was good, 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 yeah. It, it was it was very kind of um, 
Bon Jovi. Yes, very 80s rock, but but not kind of... Permy. Not woolly mammoth Bon no, Jovi. No, More of the shaggy effect. <laughs> it was good. The mullet's back in. I know. So, yeah. Yeah, don't get any ideas, dear. <laughs> Start with a kilt, you know. But and it, and it was just great. And what was nice was, I mean, there, there was newbies there. There was quite a few newbies. So everyone was like dressed up as these like 80s rock stars and just mentally. <laughs> must have gone, like, what the hell have we walked I was into? Just, I was walking around going, yeah, we're all perfectly normal. You know? <laughs> we're not weird deviants at all. <laughs> In the kilt. Debs demanded to know if I'd wore the kilt as a proper Scotsman. Yes. So I just went, I seem to remember seeing a few hands disappearing. A few hands did disappear up there. Probably one of the reasons I quite enjoyed wearing it, actually. He's <laughs> such a dart. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the thing is, when we go to, to other events, it's so nice for us because it means we can actually sort of switch off from host mode. Yeah. Um, and get to enjoy all the facilities and relax a little bit. So. Yes. Yeah. We enjoyed the hot tub, didn't we? Yeah, and it, it was just a, such a lovely evening. It, it was, was a lovely. really, really great evening. And uh, yeah, and we we had lots of fun. Good fun, yeah. good fun. And if you're thinking to yourselves, I fancy a bit of that. <laughs> we've got another evening I think is going to be a good one. Yes. So Saturday, the 11th of November we have got a very special Vanilla to Vixen party. Yes. It's at Liberty Elite. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> because Lib- Libs is sort of middle of the country. It's sort of easier for everybody to get at. It's in the middle of nowhere. Uh, amazing rooms you can stay at. And if not, there's a, a great hotel that does amazing breakfasts. A secret hotel. <laughs> If your messages will tell you. Exactly. Which one it is. Yes. And a lot of swingers stay there. <laughs> I actually think they have their own floor. I know they do. I do. They, they do. Everybody comes in, they go, that's a pineapple person. <laughs> we'll, stick, we'll, stick, we'll stick them on the pineapple floor. It says kind of like rooms one to 30. This way for PP. <laughs> pineapple, pineapple people. people. That's what it does. Brilliant. We can't tell you what the hotel is. You'll have to message us. <laughs> it's a secret. But it is quite in close proximity to the club. So yes. it's not too far away. Which Absolutely. Is, which is kind of handy. And yeah, it's really good. And so Vanilla to Vixen is Saturday the 11th of November, which of course is Remembrance Day. It is. So we kind of thought to ourselves, you know, it's, it's a sombre occasion. You, you know, you can't kind of... It would be inappropriate, I think, to kind of mix Wildwood Party and Remembrance Day. But we wanted to kind of acknowledge it. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, we've got huge respect for all the armed forces and and everybody. And we've got, it's quite close to our hearts. We've got sort of people we know and friends and family and things. Yes. So it's, it's definitely very close to our hearts. And so we thought to ourselves, what could we do that's not directly sort of connected but loosely connected and also gives people sort of a bit of freedom and so we've decided it's going to be a red white or blue party yes so you can choose to wear red white or blue 
Or, or all three. All three. <laughs> or you could combine it. And if, you know, if you're a couple, you could be red and white for the guy and the lady could wear blue. Yeah. Or the guy could wear blue and red and the lady could wear white. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going... I was going to say, you're going to go through all the different combinations you could possibly have. <laughs> no. That would be an hour and then good night. <laughs> You've already ordered your outfit, haven't you? Yes. So I've got my outfit. You've got your little outfit. Mm, so I'm, I'm still working on mine. Hmm. So that's going to be good. Saturday the 11th of November, all the rooms might be gone. There might be one or two rooms left at Liberty Elite itself. You can check at the club. If you give them a call, they will let you know. There are only 12 rooms and they go almost immediately. They go very quickly, but you never know, you might get a cancellation. So it's always worth phoning the club directly, mm. seeing if there's any rooms. If not... There is a hotel where the masses, <laughs> <laughs> the masses, the masses stay of pineapple people. Also, though, because it is remembrance, we wanted to do um, something like you say to to commemorate it. Yeah, is that the right word? Commemorate. Yes, yeah. So what we thought. So normally, obviously, people always buy poppies. Yes. And the money goes to the. Um, it goes to different things, doesn't it? There's various charities, Help yes. for Heroes, the Royal British Legion, exactly. All, all those kind of. Good, good sort of charities that, that help out and, and do good things. So we thought it'd be nice to do something, but obviously we needed it to be more swingerish. Yeah, we wanted to put our own little stamp on yeah. it. Yeah. And just, just, just to raise a little bit of pocket money for, for the Royal British Legion. Yes, absolutely. So I have been very busy at home mm. making. I saw you with a glue gun. I was with the glue gun. <laughs> And you've made some rather naughty toys. I have. So we will be offering on that evening your very own... Sensory tickler. Exactly. A little sensory tickler. Yes. And you brushed one up along the back of my neck and oh my God. So what we're going to be doing is, I believe uh, Delicious Debs will be... Um, rattling her rattling. <laughs> I thought you were going to say rattle in a box then. It's like, no, don't, don't say that. <laughs> I should have said that. <laughs> she'll be, yes, yeah, she'll be rattling her tin and walking around with these um, little ticklers, yeah. which you can help yourself to. And all we ask for is uh, is a small donation. Just any donation. Yeah, there's no set, set fee, figure or anything. It's just whatever you feel um, is appropriate. And, yeah. and that will go towards... Um, the poppy appeal. But it's only one tickler per couple. Yes. Because Mrs. N was like a little Santa's elf. Oh. <laughs> Up all night. She returned to bed at about four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> all tickled out. I was all tickled out. And I'd run out of feathers. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, we thought we'd just do a little something. So, if you are interested in, in um, you know, donating and having yourself a little tickler, which you could obviously use throughout the evening. Yes. Um, just remember to bring a bit of change with you. Absolutely. And if you want to come to the party, you can contact us. It is Saturday, so it's for couples and single ladies only. It's a main Saturday night at Liberty Elite, so it's just couples and single ladies for this one. Um, and all you need to do is contact us. You can contact us on Fab Swingers. We are Naughty Couple, N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-P-1. Send us a message on Fab Swingers. If you're brand new and you've never heard of Fab Swingers because you're a very good 
boy or girl, you can send us the old-fashioned way, email, and you can message us at NaughtyCouple, N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-P-1, at yahoo.com. We're also on Twitter, or X as it's known now. Uh, you can message us on there, N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-O-U-P-1-E, Naughty Couple, but we prefer it if you if you're talking about the club and and sort of wanting to come to to one of our events we prefer you to, to message us on fab swingers or on email yes absolutely phew glad that's all sorted oh, we got that bit out of the way and nice and early didn't we absolutely and dangerous curves it kind of led us on to a topic we wanted to talk about this week. Yeah, I was literally going to say, while we were sitting in the hot tub, mm-hmm. we got chatting away to people there, and yeah, a particular subject came up, didn't it? Subject came up in the hot tub, and it, it was one of those subjects, it moved all the way from hot tub, all the way through to the bar. It did. <laughs> it did. So, and then, we were, and then another couple came up, and we were talking specifically... Uh, to a couple, a beautiful couple. Uh, but because of the nature of the topic, I'm not going to mention their names. No. Because the couple that they know, and it involves, they might be listening. And then they <laughs> might know the couple and, oh yeah, all, all sorts of nonsense then could follow. So I'm not going to mention the names, but it is a topic and a scenario that you may find yourselves in yeah. if you're in the naughty hobby. Or you may have been in exactly the same position mm. at some point or another. And we got directly asked a question, how would we cope or deal with this situation? So we thought, have a think about it, and then we'll do a podcast about it. Yeah, why not? Absolutely. So, in the naughty hobby, you often make friends, become good friends, and have sometimes really really close friendships with people and then sometimes you end up in bed together true sometimes you end up in bed together first and then become friends but then sometimes you become friends and then end up in bed but what happens if you kind of build up this friendship you go to parties you do all sort of things and perhaps people you know you might even develop into a friendship where they come around your house and it's all purely innocent but then you end up in bed together and the bed bit isn't as good yeah what happens we've been in a similar kind of situation we have with a couple yes yes and the dynamics uh just weren't there no it was weird as friends Mm -hmm. got on fabulously yeah um, had what seemed to be like we had a lot in common. Mm-hmm. And if there's any couples out there going, oh my God, is this us? No, no don't worry about don't it. Don't worry about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> the couple in question wouldn't listen to our podcast now. I no, don't think. no I don't think so anyway. No, but um, Lost Touch and they lived a long, long, long way away. Yes, so, so it, was, it was quite a while ago as well. It, so. This was a long time ago. So any couples out there going, oh my God, Mr and Mrs N think we're shit in bed. No, no, no. This was pre-podcast. <laughs> and they weren't shit in bed. They were very good, but they weren't our dynamic. No. So it was a it was a strange one because obviously we we got to know them first as yeah. friends, didn't we? Yes. And we got on really well. We had similar senses of humour. It was felt his- very comfortable in their in their you know in their company. It was hysterical. It was hysterical. Yeah, they, were- they were honestly brilliant. They were so funny. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of arranged to have a meet, didn't we? So we decided they were going to come round, and it was a situation where 
because we'd already met and it had been very platonic and very friendly and we'd met at a club, I suppose it was that kind of thing where it had built up that we knew we were going to do a bit of naughties. Yeah. We, we knew sex was on the cards, really. Yeah, I mean, there'd been lots of flirting and there'd been sort of, you know, hints that mm. that was the, the way it was going to go. It was also known as well that they knew our dynamics. Yeah. So at that stage... I had never sort of fully penetrated. <laughs> That's one of those words, <laughs> like moist and vagina. It's just one of those words that just makes you feel a little bit, ooh, when you say it. So, yeah, so, and what was cool about it was, she was like, no, 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 the, the lady of that was like, no, 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 she enjoyed foreplay. Yes. That was her main thing. She yes. likes lots of foreplay. Yeah. So we thought in our heads... This is going to be perfect, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, hot, we're hot wife couple. They they knew we were hot wife. Husband was very keen on you. Um, the lady of the other couple was a real voyeur. Yeah, and she. This is like this is going to be perfect. Yeah, but then when they actually came, the dine, the the, the, hmm, <laughs> the the chemistry just wasn't there. No, it wasn't. It was an absolute. Just not disaster, but yeah, it was it was a huge anticlimax. Yeah. So I don't I don't know whether it's worth this saying, and I don't know whether this has anything to do with it. But obviously, when we met them originally hmm. uh, and formed the friendship, it was through a club meet. Yeah. And then obviously, when we decided we were going to take it further, that was a home meet. Yes. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Because there's, it's completely different atmosphere. We bang on about this. Everybody, if you're an outsider and you say, which is the most nerve-wracking, just going to someone's house or going to the sex club. <laughs> <laughs> right? I guarantee you, if you're, if they're, if you're a newbie, everyone will go, oh, Jesus, I'm not, I'm not going to a swingers club. I know. I'll go to a housemate. Yeah. As somebody who has walked in pineapple shoes for some considerable years, let me tell you, dear listener, it fucking isn't. It's not. There's a lot more pressure on you for a home meet. Because if you're in a club, honestly, it's like a very nice nightclub or depending obviously on which club you go to. Yeah. Or it might be, you know, like a social club or it might be like a pub. You know, different clubs have different atmospheres. But it's still a place with lots of people that are just socialising in in certain areas. So therefore, if you're in a situation that you think, mm, this isn't for me, you can just make excuses and wander off. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's plenty of places in most clubs mm. to to just disappear and, you know, you can say, well, we're just nipping, you know, somewhere just the two of us, whatever, you know, and disappear into to a playroom, whatever, just yourselves. But if you're going to somebody's house, you are the primary focus and there's nothing else. There's nowhere to hide. No. <laughs> it's not like you can go and lock yourself in the bathroom. <laughs> they might be like, what's going on? <laughs> we had a meet that practically did that one. <laughs> that was shit. Um... Yeah, and, and so when you're in that situation and you are thinking to yourself, 
oh shit this isn't working yeah i mean i think in our situation it didn't actually get too far no i I think we do pretty much straight away and i think it was pretty universal i think yeah everybody kind of thought "Mm, this is just not happening their dynamics and our our dynamics were very different yeah the couple that we spoke to at, at dc said why don't you talk about this subject they explained what had happened to them and they'd built up a friendship with this couple. Yes, there was lots of sexual tension. There was obviously... And I think they were, it was very friendly and, and... Yes, but I think there was a mutual kind of attraction as well. Yes. Which, you know, we, I think it's important we need to say that it was kind of building. And it, was, it was inevitable, like our situation, that they were going to probably end up in bed yes. together. Yes. All, all four of them. Uh, but they got on so well... And connected so well with the other couple. Yeah. And this is a different couple, not the couple that... (laughs) There's not one couple that just goes around, (laughs) you know, giving everybody an anticlimax. (laughs) If if it was just one couple, we'd we'd read their fab name. (laughs) This is shit, just avoid them. (laughs) But it's not, this was another couple. And they obviously got on really well. They did said that you know talked about families and everything else and they got a lot in common and and they become like you know very very what happens in the lifestyle you become or the naughty hobby thank you you build that friendship very very quickly you do because the the, the barriers are very low yeah I mean you you kind of already know you know what what you sort of there for yeah that you are sort of swinger not necessarily the dynamics but basically that you know you're there to have fun so that kind of cuts down a lot of the the time sometimes it takes to know people Every, yeah that's right everybody knows that that you know people in in the naughty hobby don't particularly you know have judgments on other people so you know friendships build very quickly there's no judgment there you can talk about anything ladies can talk about sex in you know in front of the guys and (laughs) it it is though isn't it guys can talk about football yeah christmas Christmas. (laughs) apparently yes there's lots of chats about christmas oh yes yeah that would be on discord yeah yes yeah not till december no mr a horny will have you (laughs) He is the Grinch. He will. He'll be sticking Holly in your underpants. What if Holly objects? She might like it, actually. The friendships build very quickly. Yeah. And then what happens when everything gets to the bedroom and for one partner or both partners... It's not so good. It's a little bit disappointing. And I think in this particular case, it was more... It happened and kind of... For, for the wife of the couple we were talking to... Yes. I think her experience... I think they were kind of doing different rooms. I think so. I think uh, I think the husband um, <laughs> was basically... Well, I was all right, mate. I think he got the bedroom. Yeah. And I think the wife and, you know... The, the husband of the couple, um, they were downstairs. Mm. And I think her experience was, it was a Lewis Hamilton moment. <laughs> I was going to, I was going to sort of mark it up again. So you know how when you, before a fight, mm. 
you get all the hype when the two boxes stand in front of each other and then they're throwing insults at each other and there's there's a lot of build up and everything mm. and it's like yeah great and then when they finally come to getting in the ring and it just turns out to be a bit of a wet fish mm. yeah wet fish in a boxing ring well, you know what I mean <laughs> I think it was a Lewis Hamilton moment it, it was over very quickly yeah. <laughs> I think and I think then she lay there hearing her husband ah you know, um, what should we say? Ploughing. <laughs> and she just had to sit there and, and, and I don't think that the husband of the other couple was particularly talkative. So she just kind of lay there going, yeah, I know she's getting a fucking good time. Yeah. And you can imagine yourself in that situation that it didn't really work out too well. No. And I think she was a little bit frustrated. Yes. Because I suppose if you think about it, if, if, if you're friends already and you've obviously shared a lot of quite intimate details mm. about each other and things that you like and everything and you're both very attractive to each other and you think, I'm really looking forward to this. And then it, it turns out to be a little bit short, sweet and not particularly brilliant. For one side of the couple. For one side of the couple. That's awkward. How do you then get past that? The trouble with our situation, I think all four of us realised... I think we all felt the same, didn't the, we? The dynamics weren't particularly good. Yeah. And it's just sexually it didn't work. No. However, for them, the lady upstairs, she had rather a splendid time. <laughs> <laughs> it was top draw, as far as she was concerned. So... She was like bouncing around going, yeah, yeah, cool, you know. How do you then dial back? Because, as we say, friendships become, happen very quickly and develop very quickly. Yeah. And as far as they were concerned, the couple, they both enjoyed themselves. Yeah. The gentleman downstairs, mm. he'd, he'd reached his um, checkered flag <laughs> to go back to Lewis Hamilton. He'd, he'd reached it rather quickly. And obviously, you know, he'd, he'd enjoyed himself. Yeah. He got there. It was more of a 100-metre dash rather than a 1,500-metre... Yeah, Hussein bolted rather quickly. <laughs> <laughs> rather than Mo Farad. <laughs> yeah, he shot his bolt. Hussein shot, Hussein shot his bolt rather quickly, I would say. Oh, I kill myself sometimes. <laughs> oh. But yeah, no, that's a weird one because it's like... You've got one half of the of the couple that have had an amazing time and loved it and, you know, have the friendship as well. Hmm. But the other half of the couple is, yeah, we really like them as friends, but there's just nothing happening. Yeah. And then you've got a situation where you've got to tell someone that their most personal thing, which mm. is sexual... And you, don't, you don't want to say sexual performance, but sexual you know their dy sexual dynamic i mean i'm gonna use the word sexual dynamic yes because it sounds nice like, yeah doesn't suit no that's a really personal thing to say yeah and no matter who you are you can be have skin as thick as a rhinoceros you're going to take that personally yeah and you, you you're instantly going to be like oh and especially if you're friends and then you see them playing with other people in the same club that you go to. Mm. That could be really awkward. 
Well, it's not so much that, because I suppose in a way, it, it's, I mean, it's, you know, people play with different people. You know, you don't have any... Uh, claims to anybody that it's it, you know I wasn't I wasn't thinking so much as a claim but you're bound to look and go bear in mind if you've had a really splendid time <laughs> but then the couple go I'm sorry it just didn't work for me yeah but then you know you remain friends bear in mind you've had a splendid time with them but they're they're not you know, into you. Yeah. But then you see them playing with Oh, I see people, what you mean. I was thinking see? I was thinking you were talking about the other way round. No. Ah, I see what you mean. Well, yes. Yeah, absolutely. That could be... Um... It's a really difficult situation. It is, and I suppose... But there is a way you can look at it where just because it didn't kind of connect with that couple doesn't mean to say that another couple wouldn't enjoy the way that they... Play. Play. I think the secret to it is being mature about the situation. Mm. Try not to take it personally, even though you're going to it, take it personally. Yeah, it is a very difficult one. But but realizing, okay, perhaps you can you can have a really good heart to heart and say, okay, what didn't work for you? Can we try it again? Yeah. Can we try? You know, oh god, you know, I mean, I'd be mortified. I would sort of say I would rather never play with anyone else. Yeah. Um, if rather than play with someone and, and then then not into me. Yeah. You know that that to me it has to be interest from the other person. Yeah, and it doesn't always guarantee if you have a physical attraction to somebody, um, and you're thinking, oh, you know, I I really want to, you know, <laughs> do the deed with them. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean that it it's going to be compatible. No, not at all. I mean, we we have had a similar situation, not with a couple. Are you talking about the single gentleman at Liberty Elite who you thought was absolutely chocolate box milk tray man? <laughs> and for, for younger listeners, milk tray man, he used to be a man that used to, he was like James Bond who climbed the walls, scaled the walls, got past all the guards and climbed into this lady's bedroom and he just left a box of milk tray. Yeah. Now, now that wouldn't happen. You no, wouldn't be allowed, no. He'd be classed as, as a predator. He would be. <laughs> He'd be arrested. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, no. It was a, it was a gentleman that we'd kind of well, I'd chatted to uh, for quite a long time on and off, and mm. the chats always got very sexy. We did a little bit of video camming, which also got quite sexy. Uh, and he was quite um, assertive, shall we say? Mm. Uh, which you know was uh, most people know. I, I like to be the one telling people what to do, not the other way around. Yes, but I kind of liked it with him. It, it, it yeah, it, it worked. Okay. It was just like, yeah, okay, I'm liking this. And and we always said that we were going to meet, and we always talked about what would happen when we met and things like this. And obviously, logistics and one thing and another. It, it took an awful long time before it happened. Um, and then we finally got an opportunity to go. Um, and he was able to um, meet where he lived. So we actually went there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was so looking forward to it. You know how excited I was because this had been building for quite a long time. Incredibly good looking guy, very sexual from the, from the conversations we'd had. It was all very, um, you know, hot. (laughs) (laughs) 
You're getting quite <laughs> flustered, Mrs. I am a. getting flustered just thinking about it. Um, and so we went and uh, and we turned up and it was the most disappointing, yeah. <laughs> disappointing meet I've ever had. When he said he wanted to go to bed with you, you didn't realise he meant just for a, an afternoon nap. Yeah. <laughs> it's fair to say that, isn't it? It is. And he, he was like, okay. He kind of, his persona from the, the conversations we'd had and the video chats we had were completely different to when I actually met him face to face. So he was incredibly laid back, but almost too laid back. Yeah. So nothing, nothing was a rush. There was none of that. He showed no passion or emotion. No, none at all. And it's just, so it just goes to show, even though mm-hmm. all that build up and everything, and we thought, God, this is just going to be phenomenal when we actually get to, to, together and we walked in the door and it was like oh obviously i knew from my perspective um there wasn't a lot of noise going on so <laughs> the, the meat was we were going to do like a meet i was going to wait outside which is one of my favorite things just listening originally you were going to stay in the car and i'm so glad that I, that we changed <laughs> it because bless you <laughs> you couldn't find the address could we so i actually went with you yeah you kind of like that's search around a little bit and and this is what we mean by it's more difficult when you go to places yeah because i think if that had been in a club because i think if that had been in a club you probably would have started playing and then just said i'm just off for a drink yeah which is your favorite thing yeah and you could just disappear off to the bar but when you're at someone's house you're trapped you are a little bit and i sat outside that there was very little noise which was a bit boring for me yeah i mean the thing is it started off it had potential when it first started off and i was thinking oh yeah this is good well what kind of things were you doing so um you know there was a little bit of oral going on and you on him yeah um and it was just you know lots of kissing and stuff which was great so i was thinking yeah this is exactly this is really really good and then all of a sudden it just stopped he had a little nap. And he had a bit of a yeah, he had a bit of a kip. <laughs> and I'm like, um, I'm thinking, I don't know what to do because it's just like I was really conscious that you were in the other room waiting. We've also done this before, where the person leaves the TV on, and I'm like, no, 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 that shit. Because yeah. if they leave the TV on, I can't hear anything. Yeah, exactly. So I like to just sit there and listen. It's really horny and yeah. sexy because I don't know what's going on, and you can just hear it that's just my kink everybody that knows me knows that's my kink and so for that it was just a bit you know it sounds like you're having a nap (laughs) if you were like boyfriend and girlfriend kind of thing Hmm. um and you were kind of just you know you were taking it slow you were building it up you were taking your time and everything it's like yeah i can understand that could be quite nice snuggling and everything (laughs) but you know that's not what i'm there for (laughs) It's like, for God's sake. Yeah. I'd put on my sexiest underwear. Uh, you were so pissed off when you came. Oh, it was just like, so I had to kind of like rally him up a little bit and say, you know, come on, mate, because we've got quite a drive home. I need to get back. I remember, yeah, I was so excited for you. And then it came out, like, was it good? And you were like, no, it was not good. No. And it wasn't. In fairness to him, it wasn't actually anything to do with his performance mm. because when we finally did do stuff, mm. that was that was great. 
Okay, I don't, okay. That, I have no, I have no complaints about that. It this is actually just, probably the first time you've actually said that. Pete. Have I? No, uh, you know, it, you know, it was good when we finally got to it. But it was, it was the bits in between. Hmm. There was just like there was nothing. There was no and so it's where touching we talk or feeling or build up or kissing or anything. There was just like this lull. The chemistry wasn't there. It just kind of just died. I suppose the situations where you can, if you're really good friends with that person, you can communicate and go, that doesn't really work for me. It yeah. doesn't work like that. I mean, in fairness, we didn't we didn't really uh, contact each other for quite a while after that. And then he did actually send a message and apologise because he said he, he wasn't actually feeling himself hmm. that day. He wasn't feeling you much. Well, he wasn't feeling me either. No, he wasn't feeling anybody that day. Um and then started to kind of go on about, oh, you know, hopefully we'll get to have a, another meet. But there's part of me that's just like, well, I'm, t- I'm not so sure. Uh, you've got to think of Roxy's advice. You've got to try everything twice. <laughs> and if it's a shit the second time... Then no, not to bother. <laughs> yeah. But I guess, you know, when you're in that couple scenario, it makes it even more awkward. mm and I think this couple who we were talking to said, you know, our question for you is how do you dial back, you know, from the situation when, when, when you, you know, you feel you've made that really strong bond and that good friendship really quickly, but then sexually it doesn't work. And I guess the answer to that question is, I mean, my advice to them was, well, you know, you've got to be honest and communicate as we always say... I, I don't think you can be anything else. I think you've got to. Yeah, you, you, can't, you can't carry on having, having meets every month or so, you know, just being really pissed off or it just won't work. No, and, it, you know, it's not fair just because one half of the couple is really, you know, getting a lot out of it and the other couple's thinking, well, I'd rather be drinking a cup of tea and having a <laughs> rich tea biscuit. <laughs> so, you, yeah, you've got to be honest... But I think you've also got to be prepared that the other couple might take that personally. Yeah, yeah. And and probably would do. Because like I say, the worst thing in the world um, would be to, to be in the situation where it's like, you know, I just don't get it. But, you know, the other, the other thing is you could try and and say to the person, I like it like this, you know. Yeah, I mean, I suppose it all depends on... on you know, what it was that was just not there for them, whether it, like you say, was it because they just didn't do anything to them that they liked or they enjoyed or, you know, turned them on? Mm. Or, you know, was it something else? You, you, some people can like rough sex. Yeah. Sometimes it's too rough. Yes. Sometimes it's not rough enough. Yes, it's true. There's, there's so many dynamics. And, and just because you're a couple in this naughty hobby, it's like meeting people... For girlfriend and boyfriend, you might get have a really, really good relationship outside the bedroom, mm. but sexually you might not work. No, and sooner or later that that friendship or, or that relationship is probably going to break down because of it. If if one person is sexually frustrated, yeah, so you might as well be honest with your new friends pretty quickly because yeah, absolutely. I think I think you have to be. I don't think it's something that you can try and 
convince yourself oh no you know next time it'll be okay because hmm. the chances are it's not and then that's just going to make it even worse and the thing is as well the only thing that you're really afraid of is social politeness you're, you're afraid of offending them yeah otherwise if, if it wasn't for that you, you'd just go straight away sorry that you know that sex didn't work for me no exactly you know <laughs> listening to my husband shagging <laughs> She didn't get out of it the same as much as, as me. No. It's a really interesting question. Mm. Really interesting question. And I'm, I'm, you know, I don't know whether there's many listeners out there that have been in that position. If there are, send us your emails. We'll read them out next week. Send yeah, us exactly. your emails. I'd be interested to know on how you dealt with the situation if it happened to you. Send us a message on Fab Swingers. Let us know how you dealt with it. If you've got a better way of dealing with it, let us know. Yeah, absolutely. Now, as we mentioned in last week's show, with Delicious Debs... Yes. ...our little roving reporter, bless her... She was off sunning herself in Grand Canaria. <laughs> yeah, we went, you're going on a holiday. I tell you what, do us a favour while you're there. <laughs> she went off to PDI, which is not a sexual disease. <laughs> Even though it sounds like one. As I found out. It's Playa de Ingles. Yes. So without further ado... We're going to catch up with our Debs and her friend Red, talking to the owners of a club called Peaches and Cream. Yes. And then she goes on to some place called the Tipsy Hammock. (laughs) Oh, that sounds exciting. (laughs) It sounds a lot of fun. (laughs) And also, we're going to hear all about drones, apparently, scanning secret swingers, naughty events and you know, all sorts of things. I don't know. Let, let's go to it. Let's hear from her right now. <laughs> she is. So start with, we're in Peaches and Cream. We've been invited in before we open, so as we've not got um, all the background noise, and we're very, very honoured to get a private chat before the club opens. So... How long have you had the club? We opened this club on January 5th of this year, so exactly nine months and one week. Wow, so really new. The place is beautiful, I have to say. The place is really stunning. We were in last night, it was very busy, and um, it's a really beautiful setting. We've never been to PDI before, so um, it was the first time that that we'd seen any of the clubs here, but this actually decoration is my favorite. Thank yeah. you very much. And the it's vibe, very beautiful. the vibe of the place as yeah, well. Yeah, it's got a it's nice energy, isn't it? And really, nice really people. Good. Yeah, really good. Thank you. For us, it's uh, hospitality is one of the key factors of uh, of our way of working, and also I think of our success. People do appreciate that we give uh, the that we that we give them something else than the other places in PDI uh, offer, yeah. because indeed there are other clubs, there are other bars. Um, we come. We have a different background. We are swingers ourselves. We have a long uh, experience in Belgium as customers of, of swinger clubs. So uh, we knew what we wanted in our own club uh, once we had it, and we wanted to actually uh, have it as soon as we actually uh, obtained the club. Okay. So, yeah. so did you pick PDI specifically to open no. the swingers club? No. Okay. Our fa- first aim was to actually open a club in uh, St. Martin, which is in the Caribbean. Okay. Um, by coincidence, uh, we were unable to fly. Coincidence meaning uh, COVID, of course. And um, 
at the same time we decided then to come yet again to, mm. to PDI on holidays and then uh, somebody... So you've been here before on holiday? Oh yeah, before we moved to the islands in July last year, July 22, but before that we came here on the, on the islands for like uh, 14, 15 times uh, on holidays, yes. Wow. Because yeah. the whole kind of thing about this particular podcast that we do, this, this episode, is about swingers holidays and why people pick swingers holidays. So you'd actually holidayed here 15 times in PDI. Had you been anywhere else? Yes. On swingers holidays? Yes. Before that? Yes. Uh, me and my girlfriend, we are together since uh, 2015. <laughs> <laughs> That was just double so, checking uh, actually, uh, for, as of our really first holiday together in 2015, uh, we went to so-called swing resorts. So we actually stayed three times at uh, Spice in Lanzarote, which yeah. is now bankrupt since uh, five years, I think, five or six years. Oh. Uh, we came to the islands, this island, Gran Canaria, since 2016. Guess what? Probably 13, 14, 15 yeah. times on holidays. And in between, we have also been uh, four times to Hedonism in Jamaica, which is like the biggest lifestyle resort yeah. in the world. Yep. And uh, last year, no, two years ago, we also went to both uh, Desire Hotels in uh, in Mexico. Wow. So we've traveled around. You, yeah. you, you've, you've done your research, <laughs> yeah. all in the name of research, obviously. <laughs> so can you imagine having a vanilla holiday no. now? <laughs> Was that quick enough? We don't do vanilla. <laughs> that was a very easy question, wasn't yeah. it? It was an easy answer. Hadn't even finished it before you said. So, I we came in last night. We didn't actually look round because it was really busy when we came last night. So we tend to sit over there and drink a lot of rum and then kind of moved on with the, the rest of the crowd so we didn't actually have a good nose round so do you mind if we have a little nose round whilst we're here no of course and then we can tell everyone what we've because obviously whilst you're open you can't record because no. that's <laughs> what is important to know that we do have uh, dedicated areas meaning those places over there but for us the whole club is to be considered as a play area and yesterday similar to the days during the weekend it was very busy and in our opinion in our experience the busier it gets the less active it gets because people are chatting are talking yeah. or don't have always becomes more sociable rather exactly. than play exactly and it's only after that period after let's say half of the people uh, have left home or whatever that uh, that it gets really nasty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we Never like nasty. Thank you. I spot a swing. You spot a swing. Red <laughs> spotted a swing. Red always spots a swing. I have to say, so in here, um, I'm going to have to explain it to you because this place is literally stunning and it could be my living room, ex <laughs> except for the swing in the middle of it. Although Why not? <laughs> we won't go into that. So all of the sofas, all the way around the outside edge are all animal print and so are the stools. And the wallpaper is just stunning. Obviously, we've got white clean floors for obvious reasons. And Red is just trying out the St. Andrew's Cross. She's just having a little tweak with the St. Andrew's Cross. Somebody passed Red a tissue. Um, 
it's up on a slightly raised platform off of the, the dance floor area and, and the actual bar area. Huge double double beds. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the same size as the um, big bed at Libs. So it's the size of four doubles, isn't it? Yes. Roughly. It easily fits uh, 20, 25 persons. Yes, 20, 25 people on it. And the entire wall is mirrored. So, um, yeah, there'd be a lot of fun going on in here. A lot of fun indeed for a lot of people. Even to buy towels. Yeah, there's a, there's a rack on the, the, at the side of the bed that says supplied with towels and condoms and the usual... Stuff for the squirters. A cleaning, cleaning equipment. Yes, there's no excuse to leave a mess, boys and girls, because that's no. disgusting. And ladies, it's the man that makes you do it, so make them clean it up. <laughs> Red has this very strong opinion on that. There's a beautiful little, well, it's not even little. There's a round bed in the middle of the, the actual bar area, which is seven feet, eight feet across. Eight feet across and round. So it's eight feet all the way around. And then we've got another little hidey hole that has, oh, glory holes. Oh, that kind of gives you a hint. Oh yes, yeah, that'll tell you. There's a, there's a kind of, I'm four foot, so this thing's got to be five foot high mouth um, with the tongue out on Always the sidewall. Yes. <laughs> um, don't open that big. And I like that there's a sign up that says no shoes on the bed because nobody wants a bed covered in duct tape where you've put your heels through the bed because no. it's just not nice. No. And then the other side of the glory holes is yet another bed. But it's literally like if you were on that bed, you wouldn't be seen by easily by people on the dance floor but you could literally be a meter away from people dancing on the dance floor and you could be fucking and unless they looked over they wouldn't actually know you were there how sexy is that it's really amazing and the most amazing size tv for porn <laughs> literally the most amazing size well it's not even just porn is it there's all kinds of stuff that could run on that um, and there's like a massive stage. Yeah. So on a Sunday in Peaches and Cream, there is on the stage a, a Sibian and a Fuckbot. Yes. Ooh. Now that, now it's typical, isn't it? Because we arrived on Sunday and we're leaving tomorrow. So we're not actually going to see these things. So what I'm going to say is, if any of you are coming to PDI, it is now your job to come to Peaches and Cream and report back to me on, you must come on a Sunday, report back to me and tell me what the Syrian and the Footbot's like. Because that is going to be quite the show. When you're in a club and it's uh, the lights are down and it's the music's on and it's uh, really sexy, it's beautiful. And then the minute they put the lights up, it looks like a really bad working men's club, and it's kind of ever so slightly a scary place. This is literally beautiful. I would come in here, you know, with the lights up and have a drink. It is obviously been a lot of thought and care put into creating this environment. What an amazing job you've done guys and um, yeah I'm going to leave you with is there anything that you want to leave as a note for our listeners 
No, I would say that we have a lot of experience both in hospitality and as experienced uh, swingers ourselves. So basically we know or we think we know what, what the swinging crowds needs, requires in terms of cleanliness, hygiene, erotic pleasures and so on and so on. So that's what this is our idea, how we see it. And how so we this want is your version of perfect. Exactly. And I think it's never going to be perfect. We need a lot of customers to make it perfect. But uh, all swingers, boy swingers. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. That's exactly. That's yeah. like the abbreviation, which yeah. which is which in which summarizes it completely. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. But you've done an amazing job. It's yeah. so beautiful. It is. So so beautiful. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. So. Canaria. What do we think? What do you reckon to Gran Canaria, Red? Loved it. The island itself is beautiful. So I've been to some of the other islands in the Canaries. Um, for those that don't know what they're like um, or even where they are, they're Spanish islands off the coast of Africa. So they're really close to the equator, so they are very hot. Um, so you get really good winter sun, but they're volcanic islands. So it's a bit like a pile of rubble. When you're yeah. through it. Yeah, the whole Literally. place just looks like a pile yeah. of rubble. Stuck things with on cactus. tops of piles yeah. of rubble. With a few cacti here and there dotted in. Yeah. Um, but no, actually the resort was, was lovely. PDI itself was really, really nice. So, all in all, um, what do we think to a swingers, home, uh, a swingers holiday? Yeah, As opposed to a vanilla holiday. Yeah. I think swingers holidays would be great. I'd definitely go again. And I'd definitely go there for a specific swingers holiday. Yeah. But I would also go there as vanilla. I think what you get with PDI is you get the best of both worlds. So if you want to just go out and have dinner or you want to go and do something interesting there is lots of stuff to do that doesn't involve getting fucked yeah but if you want to go and get fucked there's lots of places that you can go and get fucked yeah so there's lots of places where you can just go and dress up and go out and if you don't get fucked it doesn't matter you know the, the options are endless and I quite like that. I like that it's, you know, not what you have to do, but what you choose to do. You know, I'm not yeah. very good at being told what to do. I also liked how inclusive it was. Yes. So, obviously... A, a I've never seen so no. many guys walking no. around holding hands no. as I've seen in PDI. So comfortably. And it was beautiful. Yeah. We were so gutted to miss the puppy event, weren't we, as yes. well? But we did see video footage of it yes. and it is amazing. Yes, it looked awesome. So yeah, it's definitely got the best of both, I think. It's a bit like a Hovis. I'll tell you what we didn't do. What we didn't discuss was the nutty beach. Yes. And the kiosks. Yes. And the tipsy hammock. So we must mention the tipsy hammock. If you go down to the actual beach at Maspalomas, and turn right, go all the way down to the end of the shops, you'll find the tipsy hammock. Now, little known to a lot of people, there's actually an upstairs of the tipsy hammock, 
with sofas and it's chilled and we loved it up there. Yeah. They have live music downstairs that you can still hear upstairs. But um, to go and get on a sofa and chill and have a drink and just do a lot of nothing yeah. was beautiful. The drinks were really good and the staff were amazing. So yeah, yeah big up for the, the Tipsy Hammock. If you go to the Tipsy Hammock and then walk down onto the beach, you'll get to um, a big lifeguard station. It's got a big red cross on it. Doesn't mean they've got leprosy. Just means that they're the lifeguards. That's where you go for your first aid. <laughs> Continue right and walk along the beach. My preference is on the wet sand. It nearly bloody killed me walking on the dry sand. <laughs> Bex nearly... It's like for workout. Red nearly had to give me a CPR. <laughs> yeah. they, they, they are frowning upon people playing on the beach or up in the dunes. Yeah. So it is um, a little more frowned on. And we did hear something about them putting drones up and finding people if they catch them being naughty in sand dunes. Yeah. I don't know how much of that is true and how much of it is to stop you going and being naughty in the sand dunes. Personally, I don't want a <laughs> vagina full of sand. It'd be like a cheese grater in your fanny. It would, like having a cheese grater in your fanny. In fact, that bloke on the porn in Route 69, <laughs> she's clearly got a sandy fanny because his face looked like he was fucking a cheese grater. I think it was supposed to be his version of a cum face, but it was he did look like he was fucking a cheese grater. Oh, God. It was quite funny. It was. I'm sure I'm not supposed to point and laugh at the uh, porn that's on, but I was. It amused me. <laughs> But loads of people on the nudie beach, naked. Obviously, you don't have to get naked for those that don't want to. It's not like there's a line in the sand and once you step over it, you've got to take your clothes off. No. Um, I didn't go completely naked. Um, I went topless. Yeah. But that was it. Um, and you can just do you. There were people, families there as well, on the nudie beach with every one of them nudie. Yeah. Um, and I... I imagine it was quite liberating, really, going in the sea it naked. It was certainly liberating for me. I loved being in yeah. the sea naked. Yeah. It was Neptune covering me in his salty solution. <laughs> but let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, he's no hairdresser. <laughs> I have come back looking like Bozo the Clown. I think it's going to take me a year to sort my hair out. My hair does not like Canarian water. It was incredibly salty. Yes. <laughs> incredibly. We're not usually ones to complain about it. Not usually. But that ones was to slightly about excessive. Salty all over me now. Excessive salt. Excessive salt. Yeah. Needs to eat more pineapple. Absolutely. <laughs> but we had the most amazing week. Yes. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Would absolutely go back. I do feel like we might need to do Cap Dag or one of the other resorts next. I think I quite fancy doing an actual naturist resort. We are very weary winding our way yes. back up the motorway. Very, very weary. Yes. We've had about three and a half hours sleep in 48 hours. And quite frankly, could do with a little snooze. Yes. So I'm going to sign off. I'm going to have a nanny nap because we're almost at Reds. And um, 
Yeah. Speak to you soon, people. Have ta fun. Ta-ra. 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 Blimey, she's like a pineapple version of Judith Chalmers. <laughs> I'm not sure whether that's a compliment or not. Oh, for, for, oh yes. For all our younger listeners, Judith Chalmers went and, and she, she was the presenter of a holiday programme many, many years ago. It used to be called Wish You Were Here. That's right. Mind you, right now, with this wet weather in England, I wish I was where Debs was. To be honest, I'm just wondering how many people are now literally fran- frantically getting onto the laptops, <laughs> booking the holidays for next year. Well, this is the thing. Played at Ingalls, it sounds absolutely magical. It does. So there you go. Well, that's about all we've got time for this week. If you can't stretch all the way to play at Ingalls, you could come to Vanilla to Vixen at Liberty Elite on Saturday, the 11th of November. Yeah, and don't forget, guys, it's going to be an amazing evening and we're paying a little bit of a tribute to all the armed forces. With our red, white or blue evening. Yes. So... Get your costumes out. Perhaps you want to save your red, white and blue for dressing down later on in the evening. Oh, now there's an idea. There you go. Perhaps you could have the whole theme. You could dress up in a nice red dress and then white and blue for your, you know, your undergarments. I'll get you. (laughs) And that's just the men. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We will see you next time on Vanilla to Vixen. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.